It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning, Los Angeles. And welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai for 33 years. Wow. So much fun this week seeing patients. ORs are going to open back up this week. Can already do three shoulder surgeries on Monday. Excited. Can't believe I get to do this each and every Saturday with you. And when I do, it makes me think of my father, who loved listening to the radio. Grew up in Far Rockaway. He no longer had to commute to the city. But he listened to that helicopter flying Fred Feldman every morning. I'd be in the car with him. Shh, he'd say. I got to hear the traffic report. Backed up to the Elmhurst gas tanks. I said, Dad. You don't have to do this anymore. We live in Far Rockaway. You don't have to commute to the city. What are you shushing me for? He loved the magic of the radio. And I'm sure that's the reason I'm doing this for 11 years here at ESPN. I'm really excited for today's show. Because at 8.15, my favorite college football expert, analyst at ESPN is Heather Dinich, and she's calling in. She is awesome. She's awesome, and and I'm going to tell you why I'm so excited to be talking to her. Trailblazer, whatever kind of name you want to use. She's a college football analyst. Girls don't play football. None of the players, none of the coaches. Nobody. They're all men. And yet, what she brings as a college football analyst is awesome. It's the 30th anniversary, 2021, when Ohio State played Michigan, of Desmond Howard winning the Heisman Trophy. That's no big deal. It's another beautiful fact in the world of college football. But Heather Dinich took on this article, this story, about Desmond Howard playing for Michigan as a wide receiver and how all the buzz was going to be about him winning the Heisman Trophy or not. They're playing that big rivalry game, 1991, and they're kicking off the ball, a punt, and there's Desmond Howard on the 10-yard line deciding in midair whether this is going to be A free catch? Fair catch? Leave me alone? Or I'm going to catch it and run like hell? Heather Dinich wrote this article about Desmond Howard and all the thoughts going through his head as he's about to catch the ball. And the reason this is so significant is because many of you don't know, many of you do, But at the end of this touchdown run from a punt 30 years ago, Desmond Howard in the end zone holding the football does the Heisman Trophy statue imitation, which became iconic. Keith Jackson talked about it. It's one of the most famous still photographs in college football. But the way this article is written is Heather Dinich timed the interviews and the description intermingled with the footage. So I read this on Twitter, on social media. You read a little bit of the article, and then you're going from the 10-yard line to the 30-yard line as he's running. 
She's interviewing the different players who are diving to try to catch him. She's interviewing Desmond Howard and what he's thinking. And then you go a little further in the article with him running. So she's timing perfectly the video of him running with the football and the interview of the players as it's happening from 30 years ago. I never read an article like this before where the video footage is perfectly timed to the article. It was awesome. I immediately called everybody I knew at ESPN. I got to talk to this woman. I can't wait to talk. Go get a hold of somebody. It's not so easy. But Shelly Smith, who's another amazing sports writer for ESPN, got me her number. And Heather Dinich got back to me. She's busy. They just had the college football. I can't wait to talk to her about the University of Georgia. And just how Kirby Smart beat Nick Saban. And that whole Stetson Bennett story. I thought the Joe Burrow story was amazing. I can't wait to watch him play the Raiders today at 1 o'clock. I can't wait to talk to Heather Dinich about her feelings about Stetson Bennett in Georgia. Because she'll teach us something that we don't really appreciate. She has a gift. And we're going to be talking to someone who has a gift. And on top of that, she's a woman. She's in a woman and an expert in a field where all the players are men, all the coaches are men. And it's awesome what she's able to do. So it made me think all week. Where in my lifetime... Are there really awesome women? I'm married to one. My wife is an awesome woman. My mother was an awesome woman. But where in my world of sports and my world of art are women that are just plain awesome like Heather Dinich? Well, in the world of art, it's this woman. A friend of mine, she cries at I can pick in the world of art and music. Why Bonnie Raitt? Because Bonnie Raitt had to fight a lot of demons. The biggest demon was actually in the world of music that she loved so much. Didn't accept her. It's kind of like Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett loved the University of Georgia more than it loved him back. Now that he won the national championship for the University of Georgia, now everybody loves Stetson Bennett, but they didn't love him in the beginning. Bonnie Raitt, playing music since the 60s and 70s, made 10 albums, nobody bought them. Nobody bought her records. But she kept going. And at age 40, 10 albums in, one song blows everybody away. You just heard a little bit of that album, Nick of Time. Wins the Grammy, best album, best artist. She becomes discovered overnight. Her story and how she approaches each day, because her fans, they want to hear her singing the same songs, like this one. Angel from Montgomery. This is actually a recording from 1971. Nobody bought this album. But if you go hear her in concert, she'll tell you. Her fans, they want to hear the songs from the past. What's it like to be an artist where everybody wants to hear the same songs over and over again? How do you make it fresh? There's a secret, and Bonnie Raitt's going to tell us the secret of how you make those same songs that she sings over and over again sound fresh. Where in the world of sports in my lifetime was there a woman, an awesome woman, trailblazer, before Heather Dinich, who every time she would speak, 
He just, I just had to listen. It may be in the world of tennis, but she covers all kinds of sports. She was a tennis player herself, but only played for three years as a pro. Mary Carrillo. Her gift. Talk about keeping it fresh. But her gift of bringing to life. She works with Brian Gumbel now on HBO Sports. But she's worked for every CBS, NBC, ESPN, the Olympics, everything. Everything she touches, you just want to listen. It could be about someone playing badminton. When Mary Carrillo speaks, you want to listen. There's something magical about this woman. And I can't wait for you to hear her story. The story she did about Venus Williams. The older sister to Serena Williams. 20 Wimbledons she's at. I never realized that the award that you get for being the best woman tennis player, the champion at Wimbledon, you know what it's called? The Venus Award because of the Greek god Venus. Only Mary Carrillo could make those dots connect when she's talking about Venus Williams telling us the award she's actually trying to win at Wimbledon is called Venus. Mary Carrillo is awesome, a trailblazer. And when her best friend, Vetus Gerolitis, died at age 40 of carbon monoxide poisoning, he's sleeping in a friend's pool house and dies of carbon monoxide poisoning. That's a whole nother story. But Vetus Gerolitis, John McEnroe, and Mary Carrillo were teenagers together. Where I'm from, Queens. I'm from Far Rockaway. They're from Douglaston. You got to listen to Mary Carrillo tell you stories about firsthand growing up with Vetus Gerolitis and John McEnroe. It's awesome. So that's today's topic. Awesome women in art, in sports, and certainly in my world of surgery. And then we got to talk about food. I figured, okay, I'm going to do the usual. Mrs. Fields cookies, what an amazing lady, all the rest of it. But no. This week, I couldn't operate. They closed the ORs because of staffing and COVID and all the rest of it. So what do you think I did? I went surfing. I operate Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This week, I went surfing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I did surf yesterday, and I did surf Monday, and it was awesome. But I went on Wednesday, and I couldn't go. I couldn't surf. You know why? Because the waves were 10 feet high. I stood at the shoreline looking at the waves just as this dawn is occurring, first light. And that out-of-body experience I had as I'm looking at those waves saying, Robbie, Today's not a good day to die. Don't go. There'll be another day. Two of my friends did go in the water and caught waves. In two hours, they caught two waves. The waves, the current. These waves were as big as an apartment building. But the current is what scared me. Because I think about, all right, I'll get in the water, but how am I going to exit? The water's crashing into the stairwell. I can't get out. I usually will exit on big days by the beach near the pier. You couldn't get out. The waves were just macking right on the beach. Break my board in half. It was an amazing sight to behold. But I went yesterday. And every time I surf, I go to see the most awesome woman in the food business, Good Time Donuts. And yesterday for breakfast, I had something only an awesome woman who runs a donut shop and bakery would dream up. And I had it for breakfast. It was a bacon and egg sandwich. Okay, I've had a million bacon and egg sandwiches. But you know what she did? Typical awesome person in food first of all it's not on a bagel or toast it's on a croissant okay that's cool 
but hidden inside the sandwich are jalapenos. Oh, my God. Talk about a buzz, a bite, next level. My mouth is watering already. It can't get any better than what happened to me yesterday. I got to surf for two hours, no one else in the water, and afterwards ate the greatest breakfast I ever had in my life. So I'll tell you where that spot is. Those of you who listen every Saturday, you already know who I'm talking about. But for those who just tuning in now for the first time to the Weekend Warrior Show, you're about to hear where the greatest bacon and egg sandwich secret weapon of a jalapeno is in L.A. Clapper Vision, I want to talk about the University of Alabama. That championship game, we saw the wide receiver, Jamison Williams, in front of us land awkwardly after he caught that ball, held his knee. No one touched him, just landing awkwardly. I'm watching the TV with my wife. I said, oh, he tore his ACL. She goes, what? How could you tell through the TV screen? I said, because I'm looking at the way his foot was planted and how his body fell through that knee, that energy going through his knee. But it's because of the anatomy inside his knee that I can see the snap. You do what I do for 33 years and 16,000 surgeries, just like Michelangelo could see through the marble at the figure trapped inside. I could look through the TV and look through his uniform and look through his skin, and I can see with clapper vision why his ACL just tore. A little later in the show, I'm going to explain it, but it has something to do with the difference between your garage and a Native American teepee. Coming up next, you're going to hear about an awesome woman in the world of art, the great Bonnie Raitt, and why I picked her over everybody else as my awesome woman. She's the Heather Dinich, my guest at 815. Bonnie Raitt is the Heather Dinich of music. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what a great song. That's the great Bonnie Raitt. Thank you. The great Will Arms. Arms. Will Arms. I love it. His first day flying this ship. But you know who came all the way in from Las Vegas to help him? Because of the love he has for you, the weekend warrior, to make sure this show is run right. On his own, to teach Will to hand the baton off. Because he cares. These are the things in life that are special, that are priceless. That's right. In the studio today is the great Steve Paulette. The hell yeah. That's right. We're so blessed to have him. I get all the credit. I get all the credit in my office. I get all the credit in the operating room. Patients go, oh, Dr. Clapper, you're the greatest thing. No, I can't do it myself. Without my physician assistant, Sandy Lee, Without the nurses, the techs, without Adriana running my office now, I can't do it alone. Same thing here in the radio station. Be grateful. Tell everybody. Learn their freaking names. Learn the la- the name of the cleaning lady. All I do is go in the locker room. The surgeon's complaining, bitching, and moaning. My room's not ready. This. How about learn the name of the cleaning lady and say good morning? I never have to worry. About anything. Because I learn someone's name and I say good morning. It's really easy. Be a mensch. There's an expression in Hebrew. That's Hebrew. That's the language Jesus spoke. That language that I just said says this. 
in a place where there are no people, you should still be a mensch. You should still be a man. Just because everybody else is a jerk, full of themselves, looking at their phone the whole time, throw the damn phone away. Look straight in my eye. That's the Weekend Warrior Show. That's us. And thanks for telling your friends and your family. Bonnie Raitt is special. I want you to hear from the master herself what this is all about, to be 40 years old and be discovered. When you feel like telling everybody, hey, I've been doing this for 20 years already. Nobody knew who I was. But she's awesome. Here's an interview that just will inspire you. An awesome woman, Bonnie Raitt. All the artists you just mentioned, Muddy Waters, John Hammond, uh, Fred McDowell, Son House, they all have a lot in common, but there's also one thing they have in common is that they're all men. Did you, mm-hmm. have any, did you have any idea how groundbreaking it was that you were playing this instrument in such a public way w- when you started? You know, when it would get mentioned in reviews or interviews, uh, but other than that, I didn't think about it. You know, you just like certain kinds of music. I didn't think about whether I was black or white or a female or a male. It just, I just liked the sound, so I was just playing for myself with no, indi- no feeling about going into it for a line of work. That's what it sounds like when you're awesome. And it wasn't until I got reviewed or people said, you know, this is really unusual. And how did you feel when they said that to you? Well, it was it's fascinating, but, yeah. you know, it probably is interesting as finding out why somebody that was the daughter of a Broadway singer from L.A. fell in love with country blues. It's just, you know, it, like John Lee said, it's because it's in you and it's got to come out. Yeah, I was thinking about Ramblin' Jack uh, Elliott once said, um, it doesn't matter where you come from, it only matters where you're going. Exactly. Which I always liked as well. Exactly. She's from Burbank. Y'all should be very proud of her. This is a girl from Burbank, California, Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Where's uh, well Angel, said. Where's Where's Angel from Montgomery for you? A, an honor and a treat every night. I sing it differently. I, I make it on purpose that it's going to be different. And I watch my dad do performances eight shows a week of Pajama Game or Carousel. And every night was every show was different. And I I watch people I really admire and make breathe new life into these songs every night. So I, I it seemed like. A natural thing to do, to just accept that you're going to make it new every night. Make it new every night. And that's what I learn as a surfer. I don't need to travel all over the world looking for the perfect wave. I go to the same damn beach, the same damn ocean spot. And guess what? Every time I go, the wave is different. The ocean's different. The tide, the wind, it's just slightly different. Every morning you get up, it's a brand new lifetime. You want to say you're stuck in a rut? That's your problem. This woman's being asked by her fans, sing the same damn song over and over again. She don't mind, because every time she does it, it's a little bit different. Here's another song. That's a 40-year-old woman who nobody ever heard of who just got discovered and won a Grammy. Ugh, her Hall of Fame speech is awesome. Yeah, where's, uh, well Angel, said. Where's, where's Angel from Montgomery for you? A, an honor and a treat every night. I see. Here we go. Given that your father was a, a star on Broadway, perhaps you, more than other people, understand the expectation of doing the same thing sometimes. Yeah. Because that's what he did. And yet, if you asked him, did it feel like you're just doing it by rote and going through the motions? He never, it never, he never phoned it in. No. So that was the greatest gift he gave me was make every night opening night. That's right. Don't phone it in. Your family, your friends, they need you to be up, ready to go, just like Will and Steve Paulette and me. You were the first woman to get a signature Fender guitar line. Yeah, and they offered it to me in the when I had some record sales in the in the early '90s, and uh, and I understood it would be a great role model thing, but I didn't want a hawk product, you know. And, and then I realized that I could raise a lot of money for charity if I did it. Right. So I we paid for 200 clubs and under under I was saying underprivileged but disadvantaged communities in the inner cities to have free guitar lessons where there'd be 12 acoustic guitars mm. in the boys and girls clubs. Look at that. She deflects everything. 
You're the first woman for Fender to make a guitar. Eric Clapton has one. You've now got You're the only, they're the first woman to do it. Yeah, at least I could give the money away to charity. That is awesome. For kids to come after school, mm-hmm. and it paid for teachers to come three times a week. So even though those kids don't know who I am, at least they have some access to musical instruments like we all did when we were growing mm. up. We just never thought that the schools would stop having music programs. But it was also, Bonnie, I, 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 it was also groundbreaking. And, and, and it was also groundbreaking to be, did you, did you recognize that, that as the oh, first Oh, yeah, I thought it was line? really great. But again, I, didn't, I, I thought it was great to donate the profits right. to the program. Was. I wasn't really out there to, to, you know, I mean, it was more like a, an honor than it was. And an inspiration to other young women. She's just awesome. Here she sits down with CBS. Do you know a great song as soon as you hear it? Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're the ones that stay great. Because I can't make you love me if you don't. Like the Mike Reed Alan Shamlin song, I Can't Make You Love Me, off her 1991 album, Luck of the draw. I know what it's like being in the audience and hearing a song like that. What's it like as a performer to play a song like that? Take us behind the scenes, Bonnie. What's it like to play that song that grabs our chest and pulls our heart out? It's 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 a holy f- bond that you have with your audience. Mm. For me to sing it, it's like a holding a space for all of us that have been through that terrible heartbreak. <laughs> Great's commercial breakthrough came late with 1989's Nick of Time, which won the Grammy for Album of the Year. She returned to the Grammys this year to pay tribute to blues legend B.B. King with this year's breakout artist, Chris Stapleton. Mm, She's just awesome. At 66, she treats every gig the same. Opening night every night. Yeah. I don't coast. I think people that last don't coast. How do you put yourself in the mindset that you don't coast? I wouldn't respect myself in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And I want to be respected and, and thought of as somebody that's continuing to, to bring. And here he asks her about retiring. Listen to this. Why would you retire? Paul McCartney said that. What was he going to do, play golf? <laughs> you know, at night, when you get off the road, after about two weeks of enjoying being at home, you go, you know, it's like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and you go, this is it? Dinner? <laughs> Dinner and a movie? That's it? Where's the excitement? <laughs> that is a problem. You're one of my kind. Don't retire, Barney Ray. Don't ever retire. Keep doing it. Keep it fresh. Make it, make it fresh every t- single time you play those songs. That's what makes her awesome. And what makes Mary Carrillo awesome. We'll get into that coming up next, but I'll also take your calls. The clinic will be open. The number's 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You know what I love? I love ice cream. And yesterday, I did something I've never done before. I made homemade ice cream for my family. And let me tell you something. It was the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. And I'm going to tell you the two secrets that were not in the ingredients that I put in that made it taste like 
the nectar of the gods. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what those secrets were, maybe a little bit later in the show. But the lines are lit up, so I should do some clap revision before we get to Mary Carrillo. Who do we got, uh, Will? Who do you want to take? Who's first? Let's go to Jimmy in L.A. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Yes, hi, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Very good, young man. How young are you? What do you do for a living? I'm uh, I'm 68 years old. I'm retired. Um, I helped start a company in Chicago, and then I worked for Hugh Hefner for a while out here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. so. well, you know what that reminds <laughs> me of? I was invited to play in a golf tournament one day. And for 14, you know, it's 18 holes golf, 14 holes, I'm talking to this guy that they, that I'm playing with. Nice guy. He, he worked for this big uh, mortgage company. And for 14 holes, I heard him going to Stanford. John Elway went there also when he was there. He played football. Kind of cool. Great story. How he went into business school, college. 14th hole, I'm about to putt. And I realize... He has not told me. I'm missing, before he went to business school, I'm missing about a year and a half in his life. Okay, this is the 14th hole. And then he says to me, oh, oh yeah. I said, what did you do between ba 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 and this date and this date? I'm missing a year and a half. He goes, oh, yeah, before I went to business school, I was the business manager for Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks album. I like to, uh. rather than hit the golf ball to do the putt, I took the guy and almost hit him over the head with it. I go, 14 holes I have to hear about your nonsense, and this is what you waited to tell me? Now I only four <laughs> holes. So, yeah, who cares about the company in Chicago and all the rest of it? Right. Oh, my God. That's when you should get on the phone and go, hi. I work for Playboy. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Okay. You got to tell me, what the hell was Hugh Hefner like? Was he quiet? Was he loud? Was he creative? What's the story behind him from your eyes? Well, he was well, very creative, but, uh, you know, very polite, but uh, aloof, you know, pretty much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you'd go, you'd go up in his, in his office, and he wouldn't be at the desk. He'd be on the floor. You know, was circling everything when he was, you know, the editor of the magazine, and, and uh, he was, you know, a perfectionist for sure. Wow. I mean, that that was his life was uh, was uh, you know the company, the magazine, all that. But uh, that's how he made it. You know, of being all, a perfectionist. Of all the things he ever did in his life, which are obvious, and how it impacts. I'm 64 years old. You can only imagine. This is how you go through puberty with those damn magazines and all that he did. But the greatest thing I think he ever did was when he realized that the Hollywood sign was going to be bulldozed down and a developer was going to now build housing in those mountains. He, he said, I'm buying the sign, I'm buying the land with the money I have because right. of what that sign means to so many people, including a guy right. like him from Chicago. Were you around when all that went down? I, no, I wasn't. That was that was prior to to me coming in. But wow. uh, yeah, I, I heard about it, and uh, you know, he had a picture of it up there, yeah. uh, you know, upstairs, and yeah. So that wow. was that was huge. That's awesome. It was interesting, man. For All sure. right, what's your sport? What do you like to do now to stay in shape? And what you do to yourself? How can I help? Well, I you know, I play I play softball. You know, I work out at the gym. But uh, uh, I've had this situation that's that developed. I talked to you previously once, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it started in May, and uh, it's it's uh, in the tailbone area. I, I have a, a lipoma that's supposedly benign, but uh, it's it's you know behind the tailbone, and it's it's pushing. And uh, all these doctors I've gone to, uh, neurosurgeons at a number of hospitals, they're all baffled. They've never seen anything like this in their life. Well, I know and, someone uh, who's not going to be baffled. Well, Doctor Brian, is that the is, yep. that, is that the gentleman? What did he yeah. tell you? I, I, he said, well, he referred me to a, a colorectal guy, and he says, well, it doesn't involve that. He, and he referred me to uh, uh, Dr. Terrence Kim, you know, a uh, spinal surgeon. And he says, well, we could try to operate, but, you know, Dr. Bryan is the quarterback, so we have to go back to him. And he referred me to an oncologist. She says, that doesn't look like it's cancerous, but, you know, I've never seen this, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he, mm-hmm. he said surgery wouldn't really be the way to go. It would be too it would be too uh, risky. Um, that was his uh, recommendation. I was on the phone with him for, you know, 20 minutes. He was, he was super, super nice guy. Let me tell you um, something. But- he, he wears cowboy boots. He has a big <laughs> buckle, like from a rodeo star, like uh, Pat Johnson. The, you know, to be a surgeon, you got to have some white, sh- wide shoulders and some cojones, if you know what I mean. 
And to be oh, able yeah. to do what we do in the operating room, open people up, and, and your your life is in your hands in one false move. And that, I mean, you got to have that kind of a personality. And I'm blessed to be around people like Earl Bryan and yeah. Pat Johnson and whatnot. So if a cowboy, and I mean that in a loving, respectful way, tells you, just like I went surfing on Wednesday, and all I got two friends, come on, Robbie, let's go. It's 10 feet. It's, I'm looking at the current. I'm going, how am I? I had to stand and I said, I had to leave my body. I had to have an out-of-body experience and say to myself, don't go in today. I had to tell myself that because guess what? I would not be here right now on the microphone. I am sure I would have drowned. You got to be able to know, what did Kenny Rogers, what's that song? No one to hold up? You got to know when to hold up. And if someone that I'm sending to you that I trust, I ain't going to dinner. I don't want to be friends with anybody. I hate doctors. I'm not really interested in socializing with like other people where they you send gift baskets and you say thank you for the referral. I don't do any of that stuff. I send you to people, if I don't do it myself, who I put my name on it, that these are people that I would go to that I respect. And if they tell you leave it alone, guess what? Leave well, it the hell alone. Yeah, I know, I'm, but I'm not, I'm not a pain management specialist that he recommended. So that's where I – and he wants to, you know, inject a steroid. No, 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 area. no. This is what you need to do. You need to – if Western medicine is telling you to leave it alone and we will ruin your body rather than help you and you still have pain from it, then what I do in my practice is I leave Western medicine. And I then go where I've had tremendous success with someone like you. I go to acupuncture. But it's got to be the right person. It's got to be someone who just didn't take a class and now they say they're an acupuncturist. That don't count. To me, being an acupuncturist has to be in your, in your DNA. It has to be in your blood. And there is a woman. She used to be in Beverly Hills. Now she's in Santa Monica who I absolutely love as an acupuncturist. She's a fifth-generation acupuncturist. Her whole family for generations has been, have been acupuncturists. When I've got someone like you who's got a difficult problem, who you went to someone who says it's benign, ain't going to kill you, and you say, well, it still hurts, I forget the pain management. You're going to go to an acupuncturist, but you'll need to go to a good one. And you know what? You'll call my office on Monday and they, you say, Dr. Clapper told me on the radio the name of the acupuncturist. They'll give you her name. They'll give you her number. And that's who you're going to go to. That, will, that lady, that woman, that awesome woman in medicine, she will get you better. How's that? Oh, that, that sounds terrific. And okay. I can get the number of your yeah, office. Yeah, the girls, you? they'll give you the – Arnie, any of the girls, they'll say, hey, Dr. Clapper on the Weekend Warriors show was talking about an acupuncturist in Santa Monica that he just loved. What's her name? how to spell it. I don't want to ruin her uh, spelling, and they'll give you the number. They know exactly who I'm talking about, and she is awesome. All right? Fantastic. Thank you, sir. All Appreciate right. Listen, it. you're a total stranger to me. I need you to find a total stranger today. You do something nice for them. That's how you be thanking me. I will. All right. God bless Thanks. you. All right, okay. Jimmy. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. We'll take a break. We'll pay some bills. The lines are all lit up. I got to talk about Mary Carrillo here. That's the story. But uh, there's too many lines lit up, so I'm going to keep talking to Weekend Warriors. I just love doing Clapper Vision. I didn't even give him a Clapper Vision, but I will on the next call. That's for sure. You want to hear a Clapper Vision? Stay tuned. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. We're playing Kenny Rogers because when I send you to someone and they say leave it alone, you better leave it alone. You better hold up. Let's do some clap revision. When I watched that college football championship, and don't forget, 815, we're talking to my favorite college football expert on ESPN, Heather Dinich. But when I watched that game, like we all did, and I saw wide receiver from the University of Alabama roll tide, didn't roll very well, 
the Georgia Bulldogs bit them. But their star, Jamison Williams, came down after catching the ball, and you saw his foot go one way and his knee go the other way as a rotational deformity. Snap. And I'm just sitting there on my beautiful quatrine chair going, he just tore his ACL. I didn't hear a pop. I didn't feel a pop. I didn't get to put my hands and feel a Lockman or pivot shift test like we do to feel a knee right away when the ligament's torn or when you run on the field as a team doctor, which I've done before it fills up with blood. I could just look through the TV like Michelangelo looking at a block of stone at the figure trapped inside. And I just nonchalantly said, oh boy, he tore his ACL as he grabs his knee. And my wife said, how do you know he tore his ACL? You're sitting here in Los Angeles and he's playing in Indianapolis through the television. So here's a clapper vision of what happens. You go home today. Many of you are listening and driving your car. You're going to press that button to the garage door. The garage door is going to open, and you're going to pull that car of yours into your garage. Your garage is a box. It's a rectangle. you got the wall on the right, the wall on the left, and the ceiling. And as the garage door opens, you pull your car into that garage. Plenty of clearance, unless you're Jewish, where you have nothing but tchotchkes on each side of the garage and you can't even fit your gar- your car into the garage but pretend pretend you're not jewish for a moment and you actually have a clean garage and you have plenty of clearance to pull your car in well the center of your knee feel your kneecap right now your kneecap pretend i remove the front of your kneecap the skin the kneecap with you with your knee in a bent position and now we're going to keep going deeper and look inside your knee Yeah, the femur bone, the thigh bone is there, but there's actually a designated carve-out, a hole in the center of the end of the thigh bone, the femur bone. We have a name for it, the femoral notch. That's what it's called. Why would there be a carve-out? Why does it look like an empty garage where the garage door just went up? Because inside the garage, inside the femoral trochlea, lives the two ligaments that are in the center of your knee. The one in the front, the ACL, the anterior cruciate ligament, and the one behind it, the posterior cruciate ligament, which I don't want to talk about right now. But the one in front, going diagonally. What do I mean by diagonally? Looking, Look at a pair of sneakers where you have shoelaces. You see how they go cross? That's how you tie your shoes, where they go cross. I'm not interested in the people who do it fancy where they do it horizontal. I'm talking about a traditional way. You have shoelaces. They are crossed. Well, that crossing, that diagonal position is why your ligament helps you with rotation. Okay? That ligament, the anterior cruciate ligament, ACL, is like one of the legs of a shoelace going one of the bands going in a diagonal way. Believe it or not, the posterior cruciate ligament is like the other shoelace. They make an X. You're looking at an X of ligaments in that space, that garage that's cut away in the end of your femur bone. Well, what if your garage was a a Native American teepee? You know what a teepee is, an A-frame, that triangular house with the with the buffalo skin they put on the outside and they crawl in the center. Yeah. What if your garage was a teepee? Well, you ain't driving your Toyota pickup truck or Chevrolet Corvette into a teepee. It doesn't fit. There's no clearance. So if you put someone's ligament in the design of their body into a teepee and not a regular garage that's rectangular with plenty of clearance, you try to pull your car into that A-frame teepee, it's going to get stuck on either side of the frame of the A-frame. It won't fit. There's no clearance. Well, if you are born where there is a narrowness, more teepee than garage, rectangular garage shape to your femoral notch, 
than when you are Jamison Williams and you catch a football and have your foot point externally rotated and your knee go internally rotated. They go in opposite directions. Just like the side of the teepee is going to dent the side of your car. No clearance like a rectangular space. You basically, instead of a dent, you put pressure, you snap the ligament. And that is one of the many reasons. No contact. Nobody tackle you. You snap your ACL. So there's a clapper vision of why nobody touched him. Did he tear his ligament? And he's out. Yeah, he'll have it fixed, just like Joe Burrow, who we're going to see play today at 1 o'clock. I'm going to root. I got Super Bowl tickets. The hell yeah. It's great to be at ESPN. I got Super Bowl tickets. I have a bucket list. I'm going to the Super Bowl. It's here at SoFi Stadium. You know what I'm hoping for? Yeah, I'm a Rams season ticket holder, but you know who I hope they play? The Cincinnati Bengals. I grew up in New York. I'm a Joe Namath fan. Who has surpassed, in my mind, Joe Namath, the greatest football player that I've witnessed, Joe Burrow. The hell yeah. And Joe Burrow tore his ACL. And he's playing today at 1 o'clock. So, yes, Jamison Williams is going to have his ACL fixed, and he'll be just fine playing in the NFL someday. Don't to worry about him. I can't wait to talk to my guest at 815, Heather Dinich, because I want to talk to her about Stetson Bennett. She may convince me that his story is even better than Joe Burrow's story. But she's an awesome woman, Heather Dinich, and she inspired me. I want you to hear just a little bit about another woman who's awesome in the world of sports, who I thought of immediately when I knew Heather would be my guest today, and it's Mary Carrillo. Listen to Mary Carrillo teach us about Venus Williams. This is a a person at the top of their game who happens to be a woman. But Mary Carrillo is without a doubt one of the greatest sportscasters, sports analysts that we have, male, female, that ever did it. And here's why. Listen to her talk about Venus Williams. Since 1886, the Venus Rosewater dish has been awarded to the ladies' champion at Wimbledon. It's made of sterling silver, and the ancient Greek concept it glorifies harkens back to classical mythology. That a true lady be sound of mind, prudent, the personification of temperance and moderation. It is everything that Venus Williams has always stood for, except when she plays tennis. Then she stands for this. Listen to how she uses, she's like Frank Sinatra. His voice was like one of the instruments in the band. She speeds up her voice. She slows down her voice. Raises her voice. Lowers her voice. She uses it like a musical instrument. But she's also bringing art history into the description of sports. Greek mythology. She's describing what the Greeks thought was an awesome woman when she's describing what who Venus was. And now she's going to tell us about the current Venus, Venus Williams. And becomes bold, daring, dramatic, prideful, willful, wonderful. Her game has brought Venus seven major singles titles. And five of them have come on the lawns of Wimbledon. The first time she raised the dish was 17 years ago. Her joy as evident as her great gifts. There's only one problem. She's got a little sister named Serena. How will that be brought into the story about Venus Williams at Wimbledon? Listen to how Mary Carrillo does it with respect her style, her, her craft, she's at the top of the mountain. I want to be as good an orthopedic surgeon as Mary Carrillo is a sports analyst. Free time she watched as her younger sister 
a seven-time Wimbledon titleist, held it aloft after beating her in the championship match. Just as she was bested in the final of the season's first major. So often in their magnificent careers, Venus has come in second. She's an awesome storyteller. Finally, listen to how she connects the dots. When you win Wimbledon as a woman, they give you a giant silver plate named after Venus, the god Venus. It's silver. But listen to what Mary Carrillo does with the word silver and champion. But the defending Wimbledon champion will be missing from the All England Club this year. Her 37-year-old sister is very much back to her favorite tournament on her best surface for the 20th time. Can Venus sparkle one more time like the prize that bears her name? She won't have to face her toughest opponent. And when you win at Wimbledon and raise this dish, silver is pure gold. Can Venus shine with the trophy that bears her name? Silver becomes gold. They can't teach you that in school. That's a gift. That's Mary Carrillo, an awesome storyteller. Mary you're amazing. Bonnie Raitt, an awesome storyteller in the world of art. And at 8.15, we're going to talk to my favorite awesome woman storyteller in sports, Heather Dinich, for college football. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you some stories about Bonnie Raitt and Mary Carrillo to set the table for what I can't wait to do, which is talk to the great Heather Dinich. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. <laughs> 